0: Funds for Bookworm are provided in part by Lannan Foundation.
1: Books.
2: Where would we be without Books? Where would
0: we be without Bluebells to Bird? It's a rhetorical
2: question, sir, but where would we be without Books? From KCRW and KCRW.com. I'm Michael Silverblatt, and welcome to Bookworm. Two very interesting writers join us. Those are Zach Smith and Hal Lynn. Along with them, my associate, Sean Sullivan, is going to join us because, really, he's been a big introductory force to getting me to know the work of some of the younger writers who I might not have necessarily encountered on my own. Today, our focus is going to be on Tao Lin. I think that his new novel, Leave Society, is a really well-written book. I've watched Tao progress from very early work, which was playful improvisational and somewhat demonstratively childish to what dare I say? He's growing up. It's an astounding thing, but leave society like Taipei before it. These are real novels. I wondered. do you identify now Tao as an adult?
1: I, (laughs) I think I do. Yeah. (laughs) Even, Though I like to stay connected with the spirit of children and what they represent, I am trying to think of myself as an adult. But also, I feel like in our society, maybe everyone is struggling to be an adult. I guess it depends on your definition of adult. What's your definition of it?
2: My definition of an adult writer is someone who's paying attention to narrative time and to characters developing over narrative time and to figuring out how to express that. Lots of people think it's easy, but managing shape, description, form... Dialogue, the passage of time, and all of these things simultaneously characterize adult fiction for me, and you have stepped into the fray in a big way. Does that do for you? Do you share that definition at all? I do. I
1: I was answering as if you were asking me if I felt like an adult as a person, but an adult writer, yeah, I can see that. My books up till Taipei, I feel like, were more experimental. Like, I was playing around with a lot of different ways to tell a story. Whereas, since Taipei, I feel like I'm just using everything I've learned to try to tell this novel in the most effective way that I can. And... It takes a lot more energy, too, a lot of time and to myself to work on books this long.
2: I don't really know or, to be honest, care whether you're an adult in life. I don't know you in life. I experience you in writing, and it seems to me that you've grown tremendously as a writer, in fact, we're given in your new novel, "Leave Society," which once again is a book from vintage um we're visiting Taipei again. We're back with a narrative character, Lee, who is visiting his parents in Taipei. He is bringing with him a simultaneous concern for their health and their older age. And at the same time, an enormous concern that has become his about toxicity, the toxicity of what we eat, the mercury that go into our cavities, our teeth fillings. And we are watching this narrator who, yes, he has made sure that he has enough LSD for the entirety of the trip with his parents, and when he runs out, he falls into despair. And yet, at the same time, he's thinking about toxicity. This involves having made a decision about what is and isn't toxic. Um, A lot of us, myself included, regard LSD as a toxic chemical. Um, And yet I do know from my own younger years that it had an enormous presence and influence on my life. I think there are differing opinions
1: on LSD, whether it's toxic or not. I feel like it depends on how you use it also. In Taipei, the protagonist was Paul, and Paul... And Lee, the protagonist of this novel, I feel like I can talk about them as if they're the same person and that person or character, not person. In Lee's society, Lee has always felt terrible in life. And he never knew why and thought it might be something personal, but he's just more and more learning that it's societal, which to him is really good news because it means he can do something about it and possibly become happier and less upset and frustrated because he feels like that is a big problem in his life. And at the same time that he's realizing that society is so damaging to him, He's realizing that it is for his parents, too, who are getting older, and he gets worried about them. So he starts involving them in his process of change.
2: I want to ask my colleague, Sean Sullivan. Sean also read Talwin's Leave Society. What did you think of it, Sean? Um,
3: Hello, it's Alan Zach. Great to be back with you. And so... To be honest with you, there are a lot of different um, threads through which I could appreciate Leave Society. But one that I like as something of a writer myself, as they say, is um, Taos speaks of writing the book within the book. And at the beginning of the book, you see him having an idea for the book. And as the idea for that book grows, another book sprouts out, the nonfiction book. um, And it's so pleasurable to me to see that idea grow in your head. There's even a great Passage of it on page um, two sixty eight. If you would want to read it, I'll read that. He could feel his notes in novel
1: pushing him to do things, generate novelty. They were meant to help him, but they often just bewildered and distressed him. He didn't know yet that it would be the notes assisted editing of the novel in two thousand and nineteen and two twenty twenty that would finally unambiguously help. Everything prior was preparation, he'd realized in fall 2019, for the lesson-like experience of repeatedly reading and revising a prose model of his life from 2013 to 2018, studying and shaping the story, researching, writing, and weaving in the self-targeted spells of the larger perspective passages, Realizing Kay's preference for slowness was complementary and inspirational and naturalistic.
3: So I'm such a fan of that because that's such a full vibrant idea that we've seen grow throughout the novel as your idea for the novel has grown. And that I get to read that and experience it with you is a treasure and part of how your love for literature is infectious. I know that you've spoken of in incorporating nonfiction aspects into the book. And I, and I really like that because it feels like I'm reading A book and a wikipedia page at the same time. I really like the information that I'm able to absorb and of course um, your talent as a writer are how I'm learning these things. I know the one that really stuck out to me it's sort of um it was a very fun thing to learn was this idea that Edgar Allan Poe had introduced the idea of the Big Bang and it became a bit of an Oscar Wilde thing where life imitates um, art and the Big Bang grew from there and you talk about plasma cosmology I learned about plasma cosmology
1: by first reading about how the big bang might be wrong in this book called the big bang never happened. And the big bang is a cosmology, which is a view of the universe. It's a theory that says the universe was created out of nothing in an instant 13.8 billion years ago. So I read this book that talks about problems with the Big Bang. And after talking about the problems, it went on to alternate cosmologies. And one of them is plasma cosmology. And it was invented by a Nobel Prize winner in physics in 1970, Anast Alfen, he's Swedish, I'm pretty sure. And in Plasma Cosmology, the universe is assumed to be infinite in space and time. Plasma Cosmology, which makes the universe seem way more mysterious and complex while being more accurate, it fit in with my book because I feel like Lee is discovering many things that are like this, where the dominant model is small and simplifies nature, whereas the one that seems more compelling to him reveals a universe that is bigger and more mysterious and also hopeful.
2: It's my feeling that our other guest, Zach Smith, the author of Everything is Totally Fine, is writing stories that come out of nowhere, that arrive beautifully, that they might as well be the product of plasma cosmology, that that kind of originality, suddenness, and creativity is what we're talking about. And in Tao's books over the years, they've stood for the beginning and ending of the universe as we know it. Um, In Zach's book, He's just starting out, and these explosions are introducing every kind of creative, original newness that one can find in writing today. I'm asking Zach Smith, the author of Everything is Totally Fine, published by Tao Lin's Mumu House, what did you think of the new book? What did you think of Leave Society? Uh,
0: I'm, a, I'm a big fan. What a delighted me a lot about it is how it's very confidently written in a way that doesn't feel typical. It's a different approach to narrative. It's a very singular voice. And I think that uh, it, it works really effectively to avoid cliche and to explore honesty in a way that I think a lot of people would shy away from. One of my personal ethos is about exploring things regardless of what other people might think about how it sounds or, or, or what you say uh, because it's chasing a, a truth for you or something interesting to you. And then the other big thing for me that delighted me about the inclusion of all the all the nonfiction components and discussions of other books is that I found myself feeling engaged with my imagination a lot more reading it. but leave society, is really freeing and that I would find myself reading something and want to put it down to just sort of daydream about something or think about patterns or connections. Uh, you know, Sean mentioned, it's like reading Wikipedia pages while also reading a novel. And I'm someone who enjoys just reading Wikipedia pages (laughs) about, you know, all kinds of different topics because that, uh, engaging with nonfiction like that, I think has a big impact on the
2: imagination and on fiction. I have to tell you, I fell in love with what I assumed to be Tao Lin's mother. Certainly, in these novels, there is a mother who might be modeled on Tao Lin's mother, who has grown to be to be more and more lovable as she grows older and as your narrators speak more directly to her, I think, Tal, that you've managed somehow from going from a fairly ostentatious, demonstrative writer to being a person who puts, pardon me here, love and kindness in front of other values, and that these are part of what, oh, please excuse me, I consider to be your adulthood as a novelist. What do you think? I think you're right, that I have shifted more towards
1: love and kindness, because what I focused on before up towards Taipei, it led me to drug addiction and depression and loneliness and becoming estranged from my parents and it led me to a kind of bottom and since then I've just been working on trying to figure out what's wrong with me and how to do something about it and also part of what's wrong with me is that or was wrong with me was how disconnected I was with my parents and the character Lee's mom definitely is based on my mom pretty really closely and that's part of well, I I love her
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Soroba and you're listening to KCRW's bookworm I'm talking with Lynn. Tal about his book, Leave Society, and his influence on the independent literary community, including his publication of our second guest's book, Zach Smith, whose book is Everything is Totally Fine. We'll continue after this short break.
4: I want to tell you about a new show from the Financial Times called Life and Art from FT Weekend, hosted by me, Lila Raptopoulos. Life and Art is twice a week, on Mondays, I have a guest on to talk about life and how to live a good one. Everything from winter travel to cooking to living more creatively. And on Fridays, we talk art. Two FT journalists and I discuss a piece of culture that's in the air. New music, movies, and more. Find life and art from FD Weekend wherever you listen.
2: I'm Michael Silverblatt. This is Bookworm. And we're talking with Tal Lin about his new novel, Leave Society, and his influence on the independent literary community, including his publication of the book by our second guest, Zach Smith, Everything is Totally Fine. Zach Smith is, to my mind, a brilliant new writer. Tal Lin's profuse love for reading and writing is a treasure. I'm delighted to be able to report that very late in the novel... There's a reference to the bookworm show, and I am referred to as (laughs) very generously by Tao as a beloved member of the literary community. There are four of us here, Zach Smith, Tao Lin, my associate Sean Sullivan, and me, Michael Silverblatt. But I
1: was wondering if I could read that part where I wrote a reference to you in my novel,
2: That's very generous of you. I'd love it. It's going to make me blush. (laughs) Okay, thank you. So this was a part where the
1: protagonist, Lee, and his girlfriend, Kay, are in Hawaii. And I'm going to start it now. They laughed, analyzing a literary figure they adored, intros to writers on his radio show. Quote, one of my favorite guests, actually. Quote, I'm extraordinarily overwhelmed. Quote, all sorts of people tell me they have special ways of knowing whether or not I like the book I'm talking about. You don't have to wonder today. What do you think about
2: that? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, very flattered. I adored reading it. And it, um, as it is now, It made me blush with pleasure. Well, you know, there are four literary people talking in different spots on the phone together, and I think this is a great joy to share with others. And if it isn't, it's not my fault. It's the fault of the culture, which has limited literary conversation in our time. What do you think of that, (laughs) Talyn? I'm
1: I'm happy. Walls interested and happy to hear all that. Yeah, I'm not sure where my writing's going next. I have a file called Books for possible next books, and one of them is a nonfiction book about aliens. Something I've become interested in. One of them is, or it could be a novel or a nonfiction book about cats and aliens because I got cats <laughs> my partner and I got three cats a year ago and I really like cats now even though I'm allergic to them I've gotten less allergic over time and then another book idea is gardening
2: which would be a
1: probably a non-fiction
2: book well it's kind of amazing to me because I too love cats and my beloved companion of 22 years. Um, All the vets and friends tell me that I was a very good cat owner to raise a cat that lived to be 22 and was born a feral cat who became my cat friend. His name was Tati, and he died around six months ago. Novels and our conversation. Describe the lives we live with or without a garden, with or without a cat, with or without the experience of aliens, which to my mind is, you know, like talking about ghosts, which is one of my favorite things to read about in fiction. We are talking about our deep love of life ultimately as it transforms into writing. I feel very happy to be talking to Tao Lin, who's had a great influence on writers of his generation, and to have on also Zach Smith, one of those people who's been influenced by Tao Lin and now has the privilege of being published by mumu house 10 years after mumu Moo Moo house stopped publishing i have the feeling that despite what's happening in our culture there is a permanence of imagination and its transformation into language or sounds or movement dance that this is something that will remain no matter what we come to face. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like in times where people are suffering more, there might be even more art coming out. And I feel like art is useful in reducing that suffering by being a place where people can practice being creative, so they can take that creativity and use it to like work on just the whole situation today with dominated culture being in control and so much money being put into military things leading to stuff like classified projects and just everything everyone sees on the news
2: what do you think about the imagination and the possibilities of creativity in these difficult times, Zach. As a basically, you're entering the scene. Zach has a recent and very good interview in Bomb Magazine. His work is being discovered. Are you afraid about the death of imagination?
0: I don't think so. I something for me that I thought about a lot especially in the context of talking about publishing this book is that I think most, I think a lot of people only think of art and imagination in terms of products uh, like published books or albums that are released on Spotify or or movies that you stream on, on TV. But that, and I think that could lead to people to undervaluing the imagination of their day-to-day lives, like, singing silly songs to yourself or, or dancing uh, by yourself. I think those things are just as important as published books or, or professionally produced albums. And I think that's not really in danger of going away. I think it's easy to, to feel like with how corporations are consolidating things and restricting the kinds of art that gets promoted and and, and produced even it could be easy to think that that's all there is and it's sort of inevitable but in my experience in getting involved in writing most of the best parts of it for me have been interpersonal communication writing with others talking about art with others and practicing it in the, the small small corners of your life
3: sean what do you think Um, I'm so happy to see um, Zach Smith become part of the community as he is, as it is. I think he deserves it. I enjoyed everything, is totally fine so much. I just want to say, um, Talon and Leaf Society, which you call internal literature, which I I love the term for, of course. I, I love seeing you grow that idea of it and grow the idea of yourself in book form and I really am happy for you how Leaf Society ends I I feel good about that positive note and you talk about in the book that it's difficult to write a happy book the chapter conflict is so good when you have conflict with your father but I just want to say I'm really happy how um, Leaf Society ends and it's been so great to watch the idea of a book grow in you.
1: Thank you yeah it's a big change trying to write positive hopeful books after being so into writing bleak books. So I'm glad you us <laughs> that. Thank you.
2: We've been talking with Tao Lin, author of Leaving Society, published by Vintage. Our special guest is Zach Smith, recently published through Tao Lin's Moo Moo House. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been wonderful talking with you. I want to tell my listeners that due to the pandemic, we're taping remotely. I'm in Los Angeles, Tao is in Hawaii, Zach is in Massachusetts, Sean is here with me. So if you hear overlaps or unusual sounds, that's just the nature of our moment. Meanwhile, you can visit KCRW.com slash bookworm for a podcast of today's show, also available at all podcast services and on demand with KCRW smartphone apps. Hey, you know, if you haven't already, why don't you become a member of KCRW? We'd appreciate it very deeply. Thank you to my Bookworm show collaborators, Alan Howard and Sean Sullivan. Also, our engineer, P.J. Shahamet, who does a remarkable job. I'm Michael Silverblatt. Join me again next time on Bookworm. I am a bookworm. He is a bookworm. She is a bookworm. We are a bookworm.
0: Funds for Bookworm are provided in part by Lannan Foundation. This program is produced in the studios of KCRW, Santa Monica. You can access archives of all Bookworm programs and podcasts, the most recent ones at kcrw.com/bookworm. The Bookworm themes were composed and performed by Ron and Russell Mayle of Sparks. I am a
3: bookworm. He is a bookworm. She is
1: a bookworm.